0: I hate plan B. When you start doubting yourself, that's very dangerous. Because now what you're basically saying is is that if my plan doesn't work, I have a fallback plan, I have a plan B. And that means that you start thinking about plan B and every thought that you put into plan B, you're taking away now that thought and that energy from plan A. And it's very important to understand that we function better if there is no safety net. Because plan B becomes a safety net. It says that if I fail then I fall and I get picked up and I have something else there that was that will protect me. And that's not good, because people perform better when there's no safety net. A Philippine podcast show, dedicated to help you thrive for greatness. This guy is
1: phenomenally passionate about what he does.
0: How freaking amazing, Jamir! So skilled and
2: so qualified, and I highly recommend
0: them. Without a doubt, the best funnel builder I've ever come across. Yeah, really, in, really into the detail, and cannot recommend him highly enough. Not only was efficient and fast, but he understood the project.
2: The person who built our entire funnel from beginning to end and has been with us since day one is Jamir.
0: Nothing But Up, nothing the, but up. Podcast.
2: Nothing, the podcast, nothing, the podcast, the podcast,
0: with your host, Jameer Angelo. I'm
2: always flexing. Hey guys, good morning. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 28, and you tune into Nothing But Up, the podcast, and my name is Jameer Angelo, coming to you here live from my simple home office in the province of south cotabato and guys i know i've been away for for about a week and again my apologies uh i know i've received probably uh tons of messages and dms on on ig um asking me what what the hell happened to me uh but anyway um got really swamped with work guys uh tons of projects you know coming my way um i guess that's Pretty good problem to have, uh, you know, despite the pandemic that we're all in and we're all in uh, getting invites uh, here and there, projects, you know, coming in. And I couldn't be more thankful. And uh, I really thank this podcast for bringing in uh, some clients my way. Um, Actually, it's kind of like, you know, working as an effective tool um, in terms of using it as attraction marketing. Uh, you know, just for my business model and the like. And again, uh, before we kick off, kick things off, I uh, just really want to thank everybody that has strongly supported the show. Twenty uh, eighth episode, and I think we're uh, we, we launched last August, and right now it's uh, you know uh, March, so an- another brand new month uh, for all of us uh for this year of 2021 and I hope I'm really hoping that you're you're you know uh you're killing it guys and you're making things happen uh for this month of March and hopefully with your life relationship uh work whatever it is I'm really hoping that you're you're doing the best uh you can and uh just like any other episode uh before we you know officially start I uh, would just like to say, you know, best way, uh, well wishes, by the way, to my sister, uh, Faye. Uh, hope you're doing okay. Um, you know, I, I think she had some, some fever for about three days. Uh, something to do with, uh, you know, her, I think it, it might, have, might have been with uh, pharyngitis, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, uh, you know, well wishes for you. Hope, hope you're recovering now. And please, please take your medicines. Uh, you know, religiously. You're you're, you're kind of like a stubborn, uh, you know, uh, personality. And I'm hoping that you're not right now. So be well. Okay. Um, again, as always, uh, shout out to everybody here in my province, South Cotabato, um, specifically in Sorala. uh Marbell in Coronadal City, in Davao City, in General Santos City. Uh, Again, as always, our strong supporters in Cebu. Um, Again, guys, hope you're doing well there. Shout out to my mom, my friends there, my dance crew, and, you know, all my homies uh, in Cebu. Shout out to everybody. And, uh, guys, uh, another, probably another great breakthrough, I'd say, Um, where we are, or I, myself, I'm sorry, (laughs) I'm so much thankful uh, I got the uh, an invite uh, from Fox NBC uh, you know Fox and NBC uh, to be specific to uh, I'm gonna be having an interview hopefully that's gonna come through by next week uh, just trying to arrange our schedules if it meets then good and then hopefully would be able to accommodate that uh, you know uh, our, our name is kind of like being called up, uh, and uh, you know we're, we're we're getting noticed, guys, and it's it's start of something big uh, for us. And believe it or not, I'm beginning and starting to you know ultimately build a team uh, that could handle and accommodate clients as we go, but. I'm going to hold off and releasing that because everything is still in the works. It's not official yet. Uh, But that is the original plan, and hopefully it will be good. And guys, uh, speaking about plans, that is exactly what we are going to be talking right now. Uh, The topic today is why setting up Plan B could destroy you as a free, as a first-time freelancer. And believe it or not, It stays true. Okay? There are a couple of things that could probably affect you. I know, you know, at the beginning of this podcast, you heard a short snippet from Arnold Schwarzenegger and why he hates Plan B, right? And he tapped into a couple of points, you know, that truly made sense for me, at least for me. I'm not sure about you. But he told us that he really hates Plan B because, you know, it could really produce so much doubt in your mind and uh, does, or I mean it, thus making people say no and telling them that you can't you can't do it and it's impossible. okay? And for a fact, I, I believe that is true. It, it is absolutely okay. and uh, you know, to have a plan B. I mean, business owners do that, right? A lot, a lot of people are doing that. Even in the field of, you know, media, right? Uh, entrepreneurship, right? And it's there. But it becomes dangerous when you start doubting yourself. And having a plan B triggers it, okay? Because you're literally saying That if your original plan won't work, you still have a fallback, and that is what Arnold Schwarzenegger was was trying to relay to us. Okay, and it truly resonates me. You know, whatever I do, I I don't establish a plan B. Plan B, to be honest with you. Okay, what I do is that I do build a strategic planning, and I make strategic decisions. I hope it does make sense to you, okay? Everything falls into having a strategy, okay? Not necessarily having a strategy of creating a plan B, because for me, that really doesn't work, okay? It really doesn't work. Because um, most of the time, and I guess it's, it's fairly... Uh, important to 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 tackle on this because at the back of your mind when you've already you know created a plan for example right and you're thinking twice okay the tendency as a human being is that you will tend to create a backup plan which again resorts to having plan b okay now, not telling you that it's not okay and we again this works for me what works for me might not work for you but i'm telling you okay coming from a general perspective if you are set and decided to do one thing you gotta need to go for it okay having plan b delays that okay because you're thinking of it this way y- you have to understand and it's very important to understand that all of us we function better if there is no safety net, we perform better when there is no safety net. Okay? We work our asses off because there is no safety net and there's no other way but to go and get it. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, plan B becomes a safety net. Okay? It says that if we fail, we have something else right there is something else that will protect us there is something else that will catch us and for me that is not good because again as cliché as this may sound people perform better and well with no safety net okay and i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to elaborate on things spe- specific, specifically on this it's because, you know, most of us that are kind of like in the, in the midst of, you know, finally deciding to probably become a freelancer, thinking twice if it's, the, it's a good decision to go in and do so, um, you are in this situation. And you may not admit it, and I'm not, I'm not going to force you to say it, but one of the reasons why you're thinking twice, it's because you're afraid, uh, really afraid to fail. Okay, again, my friend, failing is practically normal. Okay? How can you ever gauge that you are successful if you haven't failed? Okay? And, and as what Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mentioned, It is indeed tr- indeed true, people perform better like you know in sports or everything else in general if you don't have a plan B right because to me you know personally it's really dangerous to have a plan B because you're cutting yourself off from the chance of really succeeding okay and one of the main reasons why people want to have a plan B is because they're worried about failing. Okay? And it goes back to that, the fear of failing. Okay? But let me tell you something. Don't be apra- afraid of failing. I mean, because there's nothing wrong with failing, right? You have to fail in order to climb that next level, climb that next opportunity climb that next pedestal that you want to be in okay there's nobody that doesn't fail right we all fail and it's literally okay i failed myself millions of times okay and you know it's not it's not a case that when you fail you stay down right You stay down as a loser, you stay down, and you don't want to get up. It's not literally about it. You always have to think that you are a winner, okay? And you are winning this game. It could be within the freelancing journey. It could be within whatever opportunity that knocks on your door, okay? You have got a need to have that mentality because otherwise, regardless of what you do, chances are, You will never, ever going to achieve what you're dreaming of because of that fear, the fear of failing, okay? And this is just, you know, plan B, okay? This is just one way of showing you that, you know, freelancers, specifically for first-time freelancers, the tendency is always creating a plan B before even jumping into it. Okay? And I I could probably or not probably, but I could tell you tons of reasons why setting up plan B is a bad thing for you and why it causes a reason for you to fail as a first-time freelancer. Now, I'm going to go de- I'm going to go deeper into that. But before we go ahead and do, and I mean, you know, discuss about, you know, my insights um, into that, let's try and hear a quick word first from our sponsor. As they say,
1: food takes people to places. So during these crazy times... One can take his taste buds on a trip to Western Visayas by trying out one of its specialties. If you've ever been to Negros Occidental you may have already tried its famous comfort food. Canci. It's a dish made with slow-cooked beef shanks and deep sour broth soup. Bacolod City is particularly famous for canci. an iconic longo dish that is now available in Cebu. Good news for Cebu Onos. For Cebu you can onos. now indulge with a bowl or two of cansi in Cebu. Introducing Kohl's Cancies Cansi Located in the heart of Cebu Open to serve you daily to order, visit and message them on Facebook Satisfy your craving and relieve that stress away. Coles can an iconic longo dish that is now available in Cebu.
2: I'm always flexing! Alright, guys, welcome back to the podcast. Again, this is Nothing But Up the Podcast. Tuned into episode number twenty-eight. And guys, I mean, you know, again, you're gonna need to think about the topic today, because um, it's it's it has become a norm for for most. Uh, that before you jump into doing any big decisions in life. It could be with relationships it could be with entrepreneurship it could be with business it could be with your health it could be with freelancing you are thinking twice and when you're thinking twice you tend to formulate a plan b a different plan right not a different plan per se but a fallback plan okay in most cases it may be good but if we're talking about freelancing, I don't think that would ever ever be a good thing to actually even think of and do. And I'm going to tell you a couple of things why. Um, personally, I believe that you know one of the main things that first time freelancers fail apart from you know creating a, a plan B, which leads to this one, is allowing your fear to control you, okay? Allowing fear to control your feelings will become the beginning of your failure, okay? Fear plays a really big role when when it comes to demotivating you. Now, once you become demotivated, you will definitely not be able to complete your work. And this certainly applies to first-time freelancers. You may even end up rejecting projects with higher earning potentials. And, you know, although losing a good amount of cash, you, you could frozen into immobility and find yourself, you know, unable to start freelancing as a result of just being afraid. And I could cite tons of examples and even have close friends of mine that are in that specific situation. They are literally eaten by their fear. Okay, because most, let's say, most colleagues that I know, I mean coming from the BPO uh, industry and working from call centers or having some stable job, you know, are beginning to take a look at the freelancing opportunity because they saw my post, they saw, you know, uh, they were able to witness me. That's probably one of the things because you know, um, I mean what nine, ten years ago I was really broke, man. Um, broke as guy from Cebu who can even afford a decent meal for myself and was really struggling and those guys know me. My friends know that. And they saw where I'm at right now and they were like, dude, what are you doing and what are things that you' you know you're making you? Uh, successful right now. And when I talk about my job, and when I talk about, uh, you know, freelancing, they're, they're thinking about it. And then I, I told them that, hey, there's there's just so much possibility that you can uh, achieve out of it. But, you know what, it, you, you can't get it overnight, because it took me a good seven years to get me to where I'm now. And it's just not about the skill that I have. It's not just about the de- dedication that I have. Because when I started, I was never afraid. I took the leap of faith and grabbed it, okay? If you're asking me, did I have a plan B? Hell no, I didn't, right? I I just literally made a decision to do it because that is the only way that I thought that could literally change my life. And I made the best decision ever to do so, okay? And although, you know, it's true, freelancing is is such a very risky thing to do. You should be, but, but when you're thinking about it, you should be courageous enough, you know, and, and try to tackle some projects that seem difficult for you to execute, okay? Success doesn't come easily, my friend, and you won't lose anything by just trying, okay? What someone can do, you can do even better, right? Just have confidence, and it boils down to, again, facing your fears, okay? And one of the good things about freelancing is that you can take your time and perform enough research before even beginning, okay? And that's what I've always been preaching you guys. Um, research can enable you to work on projects with your, you know, previously that you got no idea about, Okay? And with confidence and hard work, coupled up with your passion, and your dedication, you might even deliver better quality than highly experienced experts in the field. So, that's one, probably one of the best things that I can, I can say to you is that, you know, apart from not thinking about, you know, having a plan B, you know, don't, don't be controlled with your fear, okay? don't allow fear to control over you, over your decisions, over your judgments, right? Because it eventually it will come and hunt you, okay? Remember this, you will never know unless you try, okay? So yeah, it's cool. Again, it boils down to not even thinking about plan B, right? Because you see, all you're going to need to do is get a strategic plan for yourself. Okay? When I say strategic plan, it means tons of hours of research. Okay? Is freelancing absolutely right for me? Can, can I literally do the stuff that most successful freelancers are doing? <clears throat> I'm telling you, you can. You can. You're just going to need to follow a strategic plan, right? Work on it, and then make a strategic decision. If it's not yours, then it's not yours. Then you move on, right? Because, again, you will know never know if it is the right fit for you until you try it. Because otherwise, you'll come and think that, hey, <coughs> it's not working for me, yeah. Okay? And you will come think of it maybe one day looking at the people that you know you were talking about freelancing at first and now they are you're seeing them becoming successful in a few years from now and you were almost a part of it it's just that you didn't took the chance to do it okay secondly freelancers fail for the first time because because of poor organization right In order for you to really succeed in freelancing, you gotta need to be very, very organized, okay? I, for one, I fall victim to that. When I started, I was all over the place. It's because I think it's my ignorance with computers. I really don't know how to organize folders. I don't even know how to use bookmarks in my Chrome. (laughs) So, you know, images, videos being shared over to me by my clients, it's just literally all over the place. And I don't want you to have that same fucking mistake, because eventually, when you go big, it will literally destroy your your organization. It will be pretty difficult for you to find you know files, images, or photos, and uh, you know uh, PDF documents and all those stuff uh, could really mess you up. So as early as this stage, when you're starting, you're gonna need to stay organized, and uh, you know so that you'd be able to start your projects effectively, execute them with, you know, diligence and deliver superb quality. So as a freelancer, you are supposed to determine which system will help you keep things straight and keep clients coming your way, okay? It is, it may sound really cliche, but it is one of the most important things you need to do. You gotta need to be organized, okay? And, uh, You know, we we tend to forget sometimes, and (laughs) that is true, right? And if you are in that verge, or or not verge, but sorry for using the wrong term. If you're in a situation uh, that you are someone that is very, very forgetful, then, (laughs) and plus you're not organized, then chances are, you know, you'll end up being uh, fired by your client. You'll end up not meeting your deadlines because you forgot about the date, you forgot about the time, you forgot about the you know, time frame that you were given or allocated uh, to work on it. So to execute better, to deliver better, you gotta need to be you know, organized um, in that regard, okay? And third one, uh, again, this, this one is a good one. Failure to prioritize. You need to, for you to succeed in freelancing or, you know, when it comes to venturing the freelancing industry, you must prioritize your role, okay, because, man, even if you're just like working from home, you have to think of it this way. It is a true job, and clients are paying you top dollars for you to deliver. So you cannot expect anything to be at the top of the list in terms of your success if you place it last on your own priority list. You know what I'm saying? So prioritize your career. You may be venturing into two or multiple jobs, whatever it is, but you have to set your priorities straight. Right? Devote a good amount of time and energy to your freelancing projects In order for you to succeed okay dedication comes into play okay and again I think I've already tapped this talked about it uh, in my previous episodes but again it is true it again boils down to too much competition okay working in a highly competitive environment is unfavorable for the first-time freelancer which is true okay being more creative will help you become more confident and face your competitors with both courage and determination, okay? Freelancing industry has a large amount of highly qualified and talented people. They form a very strong competition, which you may find difficult to beat. Even if you are very determined and talented, you may find overcoming the challenge of competition very, very tricky. Now, in order for you to overcome the issue of competition and ensure that your rivals do not eat you up, you must work hard to have employers convinced that you can deliver. Ensure that your work stands out from the rest. This will attract absolute many, many clients and help you plan well you know, in terms of getting high paying jobs. And I think it was pre—it uh, was episode maybe 26 or 25, not sure. You can go through the playlist that I did, I did talk about competition and freelancing, and that certainly boils down to that too, okay? And I think another one, or another good thing, you know, for first time freelancers really to know, is that, you know, failing to create good publicity. And you might be asking, why do I need publicity, man? I mean, I'm just trying to work from home and do all this shit. But you have to face it, my friend. It boils down again to competition. If you actually want to succeed in your freelance uh, journey, take time to think of the most successful self-made people in the world. Okay? Let's take Arnold Schwarzenegger, for example. Okay, you will then realize that nothing comes easily. Okay, every successful person had to start somewhere. Okay? And through hard work and determination, they eventually made it. Okay. Hard work and patience pays, really pays off. When it comes to freelancing, since popularity is the main factor that could help you boost your service. Right? Ensure that you sell yourself well to clients or potential clients, right? Your freelance business will die if you lack enough clients to work for. Therefore, you gotta need to seek enough attention, okay? To really help you become popular among potential clients. Okay? Show yourself in front of their faces, okay? Failing as a freelancer does not imply that you lack enough money. That's not true. You may just lack attention. and exposure so you know here is where good marketing strategies come in okay to market your freelance service to potential clients you must come up with great ways and you know ideas to help you break through those obstacles such as you know completion clutter or even confusion okay create a high reliable and very effective brand Okay, I don't know if I could even stress this a bit more. Branding, my friend, will help you stand out. Okay, then ensure that your brand is well represented in your market, your niche, and promote it. Promote it like crazy. It doesn't mean that you need a paid, uh, you know, advertising to do the trick uh, to position your brand in front of your clients. You're just going to have to be strategic again it boils down to strategic planning okay and uh, I think probably one of the last things that I can tell you and this happens most of the time is your failure to negotiate on terms okay this happened to me just recently and I could give you a very good example that could keep you motivated and inspired um, and how I was able to get through it. Go So negotiations, you know, plays an important role when it comes to helping you avoid creating conflicts with clients. Now, many successful freelancers made their way to the top through working under negotiable terms, okay? Never try to work in an unbearable environment. It will affect the quality of your work. Always debate with your clients and come into an agreement on all the terms about your work, about your salary, okay? So that this will enable you to work at peace and deliver according to what is expected from you, okay? Negotiations tries to create a win-win relationship between you and your client. Now you know, there there are tons of things. could probably share with you, but the most successful negotiation I had was closing a contract at $150 an hour, 40 hours a week for a huge e-commerce company based in Utah, in the U.S., okay? And I was, now th- that is the biggest, biggest deal I have. And I'm gonna be working on that project uh, this week and onwards. So it's a big, big one for me because it's a multi-million project coming from a multi-million company, okay? And we were negotiating our terms. First, we're we're like negotiating a work schedule, okay? Um, I made sure that, to tell them that I usually take my days off every Monday Philippine time. Okay, we were able to agree on that time. Now it really came down to the payment. So the client asked me, Is it normal for people like you to charge $150 an hour? All right, and I'm not quite sure how to answer that, but I already have something in my mind that could really justify why I am charging that much. Okay, because you know, Let's talk about freelancing and let's talk about my career, my journey. Um, I am a funnel strategist, funnel expert. So I build sales funnels for clients. Um, I have so many clients in my name that could really solidify my claim. It's already there. Credibility is there. And I know I could deliver. I deliver results. I am passionate about what I do. I always deliver on time. And As a matter of fact, I over deliver. That's always my golden rule. Now, how did it go about convincing the client that, hey, I am at $150 an hour now? Because the client saw my Upwork profile and he saw that I had deals at $100 an hour. I had deals at $55 an hour, $45, $30, or even $20, okay? And I was able to justify why. So I told the client, hey, um, I hope you're not taking this the wrong way, okay? Because you know, you see, and I told him a story. And again, it goes down to storytelling, guys. You need to tell a compelling story to a client, okay? Because you're selling yourself, right? And if your goal is to really get paid higher, you need to have a compelling story to back it up. So what I said, what, what, what I did, say to my client is that, yeah, uh, I, I hope you're not taking it the wrong way, because uh, I know for a fact that you had the chance and had the time to go through my portfolio, and uh, I'm pretty sure that you were able to see my feedback, you were able to see the contracts uh, and projects that I did work for, for some, or majority of my clients, and you did, you did see that I have projects at $100 an hour, 55 and all those things, okay? But I am firm in my decision to go with $150 an hour because I want to work less, but get paid more. And then moments of silence. And why do I want to do that? And then I began my storytelling. It's because a few months ago, I got diagnosed with diabetes, which is true. I'm not making up stories and shit. I told him that I have diabetes. As much as I wanted to work, you know, enormous amount of time every day, I really couldn't do that anymore. I have to cut my hours, facing my computer, and I need to make sure that I rest, take a good rest, and a good, you know, uh, eight hour or six hour sleep a day. Because that means I won't be able to work late at night. Okay, and because I'm eliminating that. Because of my illness, it leaves me with no choice but to accept minimal clients. And I couldn't afford to do that because I am used to earning big, right? Um, I don't know if I've shared this over to you, but if you've come across my previous episodes, yes, as a freelancer living in a third world country here in the Philippines, I'm earning six figures on a weekly basis. And if you were on my shoe, could you afford dropping the amount of earnings you're getting because of your freaking illness? And I have to be honest, I can't. <laughs> I just really can I, I'm, that's I, I'm used to it. It's feeding my family. It's feeding all my kids. It's paying their tuitions And it's paying for the comfort and luxury I am experiencing now with my entire family, and even my friends can attest to that. Okay? I was just telling the story, becoming very honest to the client that, hey, this is my situation, this is what I want, this is what I need, and I made a conviction that I don't want to haggle on my rate. Because if I did, then it's going to keep me living in a lifestyle which made me become unhealthy and which gave me this illness because I was working like crazy, guys, right? I worked 18 hours a week, right? Trying to make a living and making a good income for myself. But that has to stop because it's not providing positive results when it comes to my health. So I have and remain, you know, firm with my decision. And guess what? The client appreciates that because... If you really come to think the, the, the client is a multi-million dollar, owns a multi-million dollar company, okay? He is big. He's looking to get and hire experts because he wants to make his life comfortable. He doesn't want to micromanage people. And he just simply wants a genius mind to come up with a plan on how to scale his business. And he saw that in me. And because he saw that in me, it makes sense to pay for premium because I am or I will be delivering premium results for premium projects and for top quality clients like the one I mentioned. So that's literally, uh, that's literally it guys. I mean, it boils down to that, okay? With, with all the things I'm telling you, um, I'm hoping that this will become uh, this will inspire you and I'm hoping that I'm not coming as you know as a braggy piece of shit you know, talking online and trying to establish myself. I'm not, right? Because, believe it or not, it's really not about me. I'm just giving out what I've learned in the past and what I have seen working in the past, okay? You and I might be different persons. We, we might, both of us might have different personalities, okay? But it doesn't mean that you won't be able to achieve what I have achieved. Success is, again, very subjective, okay? For you, it could be with your health. It could be with your family. For me, if you ask me, no, it's about money, my friend. Okay, I want to make money because I'm no longer getting any younger. right? For Christ's sake, I'm 39 years old now. In about a year's time, I'm going to be becoming 40. And with all the vices and all the freaking things I've done in the past, when I was young, chances are our health will come back and haunt me and it actually did cuz look at me now i have diabetes and i have to stick and live up with it okay so what do i need to do <laughs> i need i made a strategic plan and made a strategic decision hey, hey i'm no longer going to be accepting a 100 dollar deal per hour because it's just not enough for me at this stage okay for some it might be too much for you i know right cuz i've been there cuz you know I started at $2.50 an hour, guys. Okay? And I became, you know, an expert w- with with the years of experience I had. Okay? And it, <clears throat> seriously, I don't want you to go into that situation. And never be, you know, never never fall trap when it comes to risking your health versus making more money. Yeah, I took the high road and it took the toll on me. Literally, imagine, at 39 years old, I now have diabetes, and I have to live up with that shit. I have to live up with this shit. And um, it's tough, it's tough. It will really come and haunt you. And again, guys, why am I talking about failure, okay? And why is that, this is very important for first-time freelancers. If you're first-time freelancer, tune in right now. Why does this matter to you, okay? It, it really matters so much, okay? it's your fear of failing and when you fear about failing you'll talk you'll think about creating a plan b which is again not a good idea okay so guys focus on what you want to achieve okay be determined right don't think of plan b i mean instead of doing so establish a strategic plan Okay. A strategic plan and how you can go about succeeding when it comes to freelancing. Okay? Build a plan and make it very strategic in a sense that it could sustain you you know, w- when you jump on board and enter the freelancing industry you can sustain the months and months of pain hard work and labor. That I'm talking about months of not having clients right clients suddenly ghosting you it usually happens when you're starting out okay it it, it's just you know one out of a hundred percent you are lucky enough to get a client at first time that could really be your client for the long time long term i mean it seldom happens guys so you know build a strategic plan ditch off creating plan b okay and if you're someone like me who probably came from a BPO company or a BPO industry, this is what I could probably advise you, okay? I'm pretty sure you have background with computers. That's a plus. You speak good English. Again, that's a major plus, especially if you're communicating with you know, American clients, US foreign clients uh, for that matter, okay? But what I want you to consider is that before you even jump into freelancing, try to save. Okay, maybe try to save for the next six months or even probably even more. Okay, because why? When you decide and venture into freelancing, the first six months is going to be such a pain that you cannot tolerate if you don't have money. Okay, because you can't forget the fact that you are paying for your monthly bills, okay? You have to think six months at least, okay? And then when you got the money, okay? And even if you haven't, you know, quit your job yet and, you know, sent out your resignation, think of it this way, okay? First six months, plan, right? Get the money. okay. Once you have the money, between the first to 6 months invest or maybe work on honing a specific niche that you know that you can master right and build off from there okay and again ditch off that plan b. never going to work for you okay and never be afraid of failing because again we all fail guys okay it's a matter of how we stand up okay and having a plan b again is what arnold said is just like another piece of safety net that you have in your mind. You're going to need to remove that because if you want to succeed, you want to go all in. And that is the way to go. All right, guys. Once again, hope you're having a good, good day today. And I'm really hoping that you're getting something out of this episode. And uh, let's call it a wrap. And uh, yeah. Stay tuned in with us guys. Appreciate all your love and support. Uh, we're at episode number 28 now, and more episodes coming your way. I'm going to be throwing more content, valuable pieces of information for you that could help you go for gold. Once again, this is Jameer Angelo, your host for Nothing But Apple Podcast. And I'll see you on our next episode. Peace, y'all. I'm always flexing.
0: Thanks for tuning in download this episode and pass on the news hit like and subscribe watch out for our next episode coming out now coming out next